Hello, everybody tuning in. Welcome to the first Stephen Physique Podcast episode. The Physique Podcast. What an original name. Uh, I hope you like it. So today we are stripping it right back and we are going to go into the whole story of why I am talking to you right now, why I'm an online coach, why I'm in the position I am in, how I got here and what the motivation is. So let's strip it right back. Okay. Let's start from the beginning. So obviously I was born in Germany. So if anyone didn't know, I'm a German national, do not hold a British passport, uh, currently in the UK through an EU settlement scheme. Obviously there are plans to change that <laughs> mainly for tax purposes, to be honest. Um, so yeah, born in Germany with my brother and my parents in a little town called Ingolstadt, which is not far from Munich. And from there, we followed my dad in his career. Um, he was working at Audi at the time, the car company, not the uh, food shop company. And we moved to Australia and he worked for Ford Australia. Now, we moved to, to, to Melbourne in Australia and uh, it was lovely. Don't remember much of it, um, bits and bobs. But obviously what I do remember is we moved there for about six years. And then from there, what happened was we had to move back due to his accident. Uh, so he had a car, he had a motorbike accident and basically ended up coming out with uh, the loss of his legs. So he's paraplegic and he's paralyzed from the hip down. And obviously then we moved back to England. Uh, obviously my mum had to take care of me and my brother, Kevin, for a considerable amount of time whilst my dad was recovering in hospital. And uh, the situation with that is that he's been given a medical negligence settlement up until the age of 65. He turns 65 next year so we haven't got long we've got about 14 15 months until that money right runs out um so obviously that's a big motivation as, as to what i'll talk upon and chat chat to you guys about uh, later on in the episode so yeah obviously we moved back to england when i was about six seven i think it was about seven or eight years old and uh, we moved to a little town called brackley if anyone knows where brackley is uh, then you must know your formula one because it's uh, the home of Mercedes f1 i'm also a formula one fan um, but we won't cover that this episode just yet. And, uh, yeah, grew up in Brackley, little town near Silverstone, uh, which is where the, the Formula One and the MotoGP and all the motorsport happens, uh, which is not too far away from Bista Village either for all you avid shoppers out there, you retail, retail therapy guys. <laughs> so yeah, grew up there, went to a little school called Morden College School, um, primary school, went to two primary schools, got, ended up getting kicked out of one because of my ADHD, <laughs> which, which was uh, which is going to be a common backstory back of the whole episode. So uh, yeah, basically grew up in Brackley. I didn't have the best of times at school, obviously being uh, the only German family in the whole of the, the village or the town is a bit of a weird one, obviously, for anyone who wants to have a quick history lesson. Obviously, the Germans lost to World War Two. And um, yeah, you, you, you know how it goes, the songs, the RAF songs, the German bombers, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, we get all that. We get all that every single day at school. Uh, so yeah, got in a lot of fights at school um, because I was not going to take shit, to be honest with you. That's how I am. That's how I've always been. Um, could have easily sat down and, and been quiet like my brother, but no, I didn't. Yeah, that's how we were. That's how we roll. So yeah, grew up there. Didn't have the best of time at, uh, at school. And um, first time I went into the gym was when I was about 15. And the way that happened was my brother got a membership. And I was like, Mom, can I have a can I have a membership, please? Obviously, the sport little brother that I was, 
um, I had to have everything that he had. So I had to, I had to get that gym membership. And from then I was hooked, really, absolutely hooked. And I uh, was really invested in understanding and learning and observing all of the guys that were better off than me in the gym. Obviously, we're in Brackley, little town. There weren't a huge amount of bodybuilders, to be honest with you, if any, really. But there was a few guys in there that knew what they were doing and uh, and trained like they knew they were doing as well. So I was obviously sit, sit, sat back and, and one piece of advice I can give to anyone who's starting up, watch what the best guy and the biggest guy in the gym is doing because there's, there's a reason for that. There's a reason why he's, uh, he's as big as he is. So that's one thing I'd say, little knowledge nugget. Knowledge nugget number one for today's episode. Um, so yeah, grew up uh, in Brackley, went to the gym in Brackley, uh, did a lot in Brackley up until moving up to to college, when, which is Banbury, Banbury Investor College. I uh, studied sports and exercise science there. And that was really when my interest for the human body started to develop. Um, obviously, going into a little bit of detail about the course, we, we covered very basic elements of nutrition, training, uh, sports, and application of sports on the human body. And that was when I really kind of spiked my interest. Obviously, that was the first time I did sports massage as well. Um, and that, that sports massage module influenced my direction to do sports therapy at university because that's at the time I thought that was something I wanted to go into. And obviously we'll talk about why that didn't work out uh, in a minute. Um, so yeah, that was the, obviously the, the background of, of the story. Um, living in Brackley, going to college in Banbury, which is 20 minutes away. Um, I always ended up giving everybody lifts. So when I turned 17, I got my first car, Peugeot 206, <laughs> which, is just a, which is a far cry from the, the Jagger face that I've got today. <laughs> oh, i tell you what, it's, uh, it's mad how life goes, man. Little Peugeot 206, ended up crashing it when I was high at university, but we'll save that story for another day. <laughs> we'll save that one. Um, but yeah, so I ended up going to college there, ended up going to a few gyms around there as well. And um, at, the, at, that, at this time, I didn't really take too much of, of the, the bodybuilding seriously. Obviously I trained, um, didn't really have much of a structure to be honest with you. Log booked a lot, to be fair. I remember having an iPhone 4S, which is like a little white, little white one. I don't know if you, any of you guys had it as a kid, but yeah, I ended up having a lot of my workouts saved in there on the notes pad, notepad section. And uh, yeah, that was really kind of the fundamental of, of my bodybuilding was log booking a lot and making sure that I was tracking while I was lifting and making sure I was progressively overloading and beating those numbers. Um, did I know it was progressive overload back then? No, but I did make sure that I was beating the numbers and the reps and the, didn't really focus too much on, on quality of execution. It was more so about just chasing that, chasing those numbers. And then from, uh, from college, we went to university and that's when, uh, shit started kicking off. Um, I was probably, I think I was a virgin up until 17 or 16. So I was a pretty late, I was a pretty late bloomer. Um, I was not. I was not the best. I was not the best looking guy. Uh, for the YouTube listeners and for the YouTube viewers, I'll, I'll pop a I'll pop a picture of what I used to look like when I was at school um, on here on the left hand side of the screen. And and yeah, it wasn't that. It wasn't great. You know, I was a certified virgin when I was at school, and that's part of the reason why I didn't enjoy school because, yeah, <laughs> I didn't really get on with anyone. Didn't really have many friends. Certainly didn't have any girlfriends. Um, so yeah, it was a bit of a shit time of it, but. Moving on to university, that was when I really started to become out of my shell and started to to meet um, a few people within the industry that I obviously got along with. Um, didn't really do much first year, to be fair. I um, I actually ended up being in a relationship my first year with my first girlfriend. 
and I didn't really do anything. I didn't live university life. I was very much a virgin still, just fucking going out maybe once every two, three weeks, which if, for people who, who've got COVID impacted university, you'll understand, but people who, who were at university before COVID, yeah, going out once every two weeks is abysmal, abysmal behavior. Yeah, that's not why you go to university. Um, but yeah, first year university kind of did it with their education at mind. And then second year of university, I, I met a couple of lads called Johnny and Harrison. And um, spent a lot of time with Johnny and Harrison. Uh, Johnny actually, Johnny Hammond is actually the head coach um, of the lifting club in Gymshark. So he's obviously uh, doing well for himself. I'm not too sure about Harrison. To be fair, I think Johnny still speaks to Harrison, but I'm not too sure what Harrison's doing. I don't think he's in the fitness industry anymore. Um, but yeah, Johnny and Johnny particularly had quite a big impact on me when I was at university. Um, good lad, very screwed on. He got his head screwed on. Obviously, that's why he finds himself in the position that he's in. And um, yeah, I learned a lot from him. Obviously, he was a, quite a few years older than me when I met them both at the time. And, um, and that was when everything really started to kick off in terms of social media, in terms of bodybuilding, because the three of us, we literally wouldn't leave each other's side for a good, I'd say, 18 months. I ended up moving in. So I was really, I was living with a, a bunch of people at university for the first, uh, for the for second year. And I, they were just full of fucking stoners, man. And I was just getting high all the time. And I was like, this is not for me, you know, this ain't for me. Um, <laughs> so I decided to, to leave and just squat at their house. They had a spare room that one of their housemates had moved out and I just moved in. I was like, yeah, do you know what? Fuck this lads. I'm going to initially I had the sofa and then they managed to get me a room key into the one of the spare rooms. And, and yeah, I ended up just sleeping there and being there with them for a while. And, um, and from there, obviously what happened was I, um, <laughs> I actually fucked uni so bad <laughs> in the fucking second, the second or third year. I think it was, I think it was going into my third year. Right. I fucked it that bad that my lecturer sat me down and she was like, if you continue with this year, you're going to fail. So this was like December time, December 2017. So we're going back uh, five years now or four. Yeah, four, four years now. Um, December 2017. And she was like, if you carry on, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to fail anyway. So you might as well quit whilst you're ahead. I was like, you serious? She was like, yeah, you need to intercalate. And what, and for anyone who doesn't know what intercalating is, you, uh, <laughs> you end up referring your, your studies until the following September. So that's what I did. Um, and then obviously I found myself all this time, all this uh, all this money from the student loan that I didn't need to use. And I decided to do my first prep. Um, so I, I'd, I'd, I'd been bodybuilding for a good while before then. And I actually tried doing a natural prep when I was with my first girlfriend in 2016. And I was having to travel uh, to and from uh, Worcester from Brackley, my hometown over the summer. And um, I tried it naturally and then yeah, it was hard work, mate. And obviously pulled out. Um, so technically this was my second stab at it, to be fair. And um, we did a lot better than our first stab, but excuse me, pardon me. Um, um, we didn't uh, end up actually competing that first time and we didn't actually, but the second time around um, in 2017 or, or 2018, we, we ended up competing. And that was when I first linked up with Tom Hames, who coached me to the British finals. Um, Good lad, Tom. Went to his stag do, went to his wedding. Uh, he's a funny guy, he's a good guy. Knows his stuff, man. A lot of people who are listening probably know who he is, Evolution Training. Um, yeah, me and him were quite close at the time. Obviously, going to his stag do in Blackpool. <laughs> I'd love to get him on to... Uh, <laughs> I'd actually love to get him on to speak about that that Blackpool that Blackpool trip. Uh, it'd be fucking funny, man. Yeah, I don't think he'd talk about it too much, but 
yeah, it is what it is. So yeah, obviously we uh, we linked up for that for that prep. So this was when I would have been twenty one or twenty years old. Um, so we went full in and we literally just started prep in December twenty seventeen and competed in twenty eighteen April twenty eighteen at the Saxon Classic PCA, which was my first show. And uh, yeah, it was a it was a case of I could have done a lot of things better. I was uh, I was really sharp probably eight weeks out, really sharp eight weeks out. And I let all of the comments, all of the the nice people licking my ass and blowing my head up um, get to my head, to be fair. And I, I, I put my foot off the gas, you know, I started eating stuff that I shouldn't be eating. And I ended up actually getting softer and worse heading into the show. So if I'd have competed probably at the beginning of March, I would have done a lot better than I did at the beginning of April because I just went backwards for about four weeks. Um, so yeah, that was that situation. Learned a lot of lessons. And that was when, when I really started getting a bit of traction with the coaching. I had a few people messaging me saying, oh, you look great. Um, do you fancy coaching me? Blah, blah, blah. And back then I didn't actually charge anyone. And uh, this is something I want to say to people. Uh, a lot of people message me and say, ah, oh, um, how much did I charge for my first clients? Don't charge anything. You're going to gain far more experience and far more understanding of people and how they work by not charging them than by just making a few easy pounds okay you want to make sure that if you're going to be an online coach you want to make sure that you're you're actually going to enjoy coaching and i'm not being funny but if you're going to start out coaching and charging even if you don't know you if you're any good or second of all if you don't enjoy it then what is the fucking point that's just my opinion you don't have to agree with it but that's just what i did i probably coached about 25 30 people for free at the time and and obviously the, the passion grew from there really and that was when it first started. Obviously, social media kicked off massively because I was a twenty-one. I was twenty or twenty-one years, just turned twenty-one years old. A guy coming through the field, coming through the the ranks, good physique, um, got a lot of traction. That was when I started like going. I think I got and ended up like getting like twelve or thirteen k followers at the time. Um, so everything blew up quite quickly, to be fair. And um, and truth be told, to be honest, with you, I wasn't the best coach. I, I probably shouldn't have been coaching at the time, but. I, that's why I did it for free because I knew that the level of knowledge that I have now compared to then is, is just worlds apart. It's just night and day, you know, and this is what I say to anyone. It takes time to build your knowledge and it takes time to build your craft when it comes to your coaching knowledge and obviously your, your service that you're providing. So making sure you get that on lock and making sure that you can get, and this is the idea of this podcast, well, giving people understanding and knowledge of what to do when it comes to uh, stepping into that field. Um, because a lot of people are doing it right now, but not a lot of people are doing it for the right reasons. So hopefully this podcast will help as many people out as it possibly can, to be fair. And yeah, obviously fast forward, um, Saxon Classic didn't place, which was a uh, heartbreaking for me. Honestly, I, very, I took that very personally um, for more than one reason, probably because I was lying to myself and saying that I, I, I should have placed high when I, when I realistically in hindsight, looking back, that was just not the case. Um, but obviously... <laughs> my own arrogance and my own my own belief in myself blocked to that notion and um and yeah to be fair that was the start of it all and then competed again later that year um in the pca london and then also in the the um the british finals the pca british finals in 2018 and i probably shouldn't have done that second prep in all honesty because i was going through some relationships relationship turmoil at the time and I kind of used the bodybuilding as a distraction, but it, you should never use it as a distraction ever. Bodybuilding is not there to distract you. You need to be 100% in 
when it comes to shows, you know, that's one thing I will say. You need to be make sure that you're you're all in um, because it's just not going to work. Otherwise, you need to sacrifice too much. Um, so yeah, I, I took I took a massive break after that. I didn't really coach either. Um, I started working on the doors, started uh, focusing more of my time and energy on university as well because obviously the back end of that that prep, I then started university again back in 2018. And um, what I did was I slightly changed my course. So I was doing sports therapy um, because of obviously the the interest and and the the kind of spike of, of interest that I had from the, the sports massage module in college. I was like, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do sports therapy. Um, yeah, heavy course, <laughs> heavy course. Lots of hours needed, lots of placement needed alongside doing your dissertation and stuff like that. Yeah, it was, it was heavy, man. It wasn't a Mickey Mouse course like fucking sports studies or some shit like that. Like it was, it was really, really quite tough, you know? So obviously making sure that I just completed uni was, was one of the goals. And that's why bodybuilding took a backseat. And this is what I say to a lot of people. There's going to come times and time and a place where you're going to have to allow certain things to prioritize. You know, you're going to have to make sure that you are prioritizing things correctly. And sometimes bodybuilding falls into that. And sometimes other things fall into that. That's not a problem. You don't need to make sure that bodybuilding has to come first all the time. Cause at the end of the day for a lot of us and for a lot of you guys listening, it's a hobby. You know, you're not actually making money from it. So you need to make sure you're still earning a living. You need to make sure you're still financially supporting yourself along the journey because bodybuilding is expensive if you do it properly. Um, so yeah, obviously I'm digressing again. You're going to get used to that a lot, guys. But yeah, what 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 the what happened from there was spending a lot of time working on the doors um, in Worcester and then um, having a lot of relationship issues again with that same with my with my ex, same ex. Um, and from there, just focusing on that a lot allowing that relationship to take a lot of my energy until up until um i would say march 2020 or i'd say january 2020 when i really started to get my shit together and that's when everything started taking off really the situation was i was working on the doors i was bouncing through a few jobs uh, in digbeth in birmingham was working at fumo which is a little bar um San Carlos, again, which is a little restaurant in Birmingham. Digworth Dining Club as well, for those people who are Birmingham, uh, Birmingham natives, um, which is unfortunately shut down. Great place. Um, and if, best, 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 best food vendor sort of uh, place that I've ever been to, really. Um, yeah, so I was, I was bouncing around jobs. I finally lost my job in March 2020 due to the pandemic of COVID. Fuck COVID. Um, well, I say fuck COVID. It's probably the best thing that ever happened to me personally. Um, because I had no other option other than to give this bodybuilding, give this online coaching stuff a full go. I'd obviously learned a lot working with Tom, learned a lot bodybuilding myself, learned a lot with the current clients that I'd worked with. So up until probably March 2020, I probably worked with maybe about 50 clients. So there was a good pool of knowledge and a good pool of experience there. And then obviously I linked up with, with Elliot um, in May, that, that year, May 2020. Um, and the, the backbone of the, the lot of my success was, was putting myself first, to be honest. I, I kind of had enough of, of distracting myself and procrastinating and, and allowing other people to take my energy. And I was like, do you know what? Nah, fuck this. I'm going to put myself first. I'm going to allow myself to give myself the time to, to build myself as a person, you know, which may sound strange at the age of 22, but there is a time and place for you to, to go all in on character development. And that's, that's essentially one of the, the time frames that I decided to do that. Um, so yeah, that was when I really started to go all in on the coaching. I actually started to market correctly. I actually started to 
increase the level of service like actively you know not just pick pick up things here and there and a lot of that was obviously the direction from Elliot which I'm, I'll always be grateful for and uh, obviously I put a ton of hours in you know real 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 graft honestly sleepless nights lots of inquiries lots of phone calls consistently on my phone DMing um, and and that's that's the reality if you want to become successful at something you're gonna have to put the hours in it's as simple as that guys you know the situation is if you want something you're gonna have to get it no one's gonna hand you nothing in this world you know the only thing that the only people that will really truly support you will be you your family if they're good to you and also some close friends but apart from that everyone's out to, to look after themselves you know so number one always has to look after number one that's the best piece of advice I can give anyone right um, and from there we just built we built and built and built we worked with some fantastically hard-working individuals that have allowed the methodology and allowed my own way of working to showcase its its potential. And now that potential has turned into hardened results with over 250 guys joining the team. And it's about understanding that, obviously, I didn't really come from a lot, you know, basic background, obviously, not had the best time at school, not had the best time at college. First year of university was pretty whack. Um, and then obviously I started to come out of my shell at the time when I was like 19, 20. So people putting yourself, people, people putting yourself under pressure at like ages 19, 20, 21. Don't, don't worry about it. Everything happens for a reason. Time is your friend. You know, we have loads of time, you know, and the aspect of what I am doing right now with my bodybuilding is I'm going to give myself until I'm 30. So I'm 25 next month. So I've got over five years, just over five years to give this absolutely everything I've got. And um, when I get to my 30th birthday, I'll reevaluate the situation. And obviously I can't tell you what will happen when I'm 30, but what I, one thing I will do is have the conversation with myself and with Joe. Cause I see Joe being my coach for the rest of my life. You know, there's no other guy that I want steering the ship. Um, so yeah, obviously going back a little bit to the bodybuilding side of things, obviously the, the backbone of the success of the coaching was really that British title win in 2020. And truth be told, mate, Truth be told, mate, guys, friends, amigos, <laughs> um, there was one guy in the class. It was me and another guy. But I'm saying this right now, anyone who wants to dispute the fact that I wasn't shredded can go fuck themselves because I was lean. I was doing 600 calories a day for three weeks, doing two hours of Stairmaster. I fucking grafted for that win. <laughs> I grafted for that win. You know, I believe any person who was 23 and under would have turned up to that show and I would have fucking wiped the floor with them. So... That's the only thing I could probably say that is a bit of a, a bit of a, um, a regret, but it's out of my hands. I can't, I can't predict one person turning up. Even if ten guys have turned up, I'd have wiped the floor with ten of them. Fuck them, is what it is. Um, so yeah, and obviously from there, now obviously we're going to a point where we're late. We're late twenty twenty. We've achieved a lot individually, um, and we've we've financially secured my own, my own sort of situation. And, and now it's going back to my parents where. The next goal and the next situation is very much a case of, okay, well, what we're going to do now is set my mum up, set my dad up. You know, I want my dad and my mum to be part of the company, receiving what they should receive uh, for the, the effort and the hard work they've put in with me over the last 24 years. Because um, it wasn't too long ago, before I moved to Sheffield, um, I, had to, I had to leave Worcester before I moved into Sheffield because Sheffield was taking the piss in terms of getting ready. And the situation with that was I had to move back into my parents' house for about six weeks. So they're already, they're still helping me out and I'm, I'm 24, you know, so making sure that I give back to them is really fucking important. And that's a, a big part of why I get out of bed and a big part of why I continue to do what I do because 
I'm good. You know, personally, I'm good. But it's not about me anymore. It's about providing for my team, the guys that work underneath me, and providing for my family in the future. Uh, whether that be my parents or whether that be, I don't know, fucking one of my own. <laughs> I can't imagine getting a kid myself, but it'll probably happen one day. Like, imagine that little fucking, little Steven running around. Jesus Christ, boys. Yeah, it's a bit mad. But, um, but yeah, that's pretty much kind of everything in terms of like the story of and why I do what I do and how we've got to this place and how we've got to the scenario. You know, um, in terms of in terms of how it's happened, it's 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 all kind of happened relatively quickly. You know, I'm still pretty young in the game. I'm probably one of the youngest online coaches out there, um, and I'm not just talking people who call themselves online coaches. I'm talking about reputable guys who have over 200, 300 transformations underneath there. But I think I'm one of the youngest, to be fair, by by at least a good eighteen months, two years, to be fair. So I've got time on my side, and I appreciate experience can only be built over time so that equation will naturally develop as i get older the more clients i work with the more knowledge i build up because i'm always learning you know never stop learning when it comes to a, a fluid and flexible scenario such as the fitness industry and such as the human body and that's the main thing i want to obviously say when it comes to stuff like this you want to make sure that you're crossing your t's and dotting your eyes and making sure that you invest the time into the things that you feel passionate about because i love this shit. i love this game like the past year has shown me that there's another side to bodybuilding and that's working with clients, bringing, bringing clients to photo shoots, making sure that they're, they're doing well at their shows. Like it's an indescribable feeling. I can't tell you how I feel when a client wins a show or a client does a photo shoot. It's, it's, it's irreplaceable. There's nothing in this world that has mimicked that feeling. Um, I cry every time, every time a fucking client wins a show or places in a show or does a photo shoot, I get really emotional because I fucking love it. I fucking love this shit down to the ground. You know, I will give everything for my clients. And, and if you are a client and you're listening, you know the score. I don't need to explain or justify nothing. I'm there for my guys 24-7. You know, they're always available and they're always a, they're always allowed access to me whenever they whenever they can and when they, whenever they want. And that's the reason why I'm, I'm probably here today because I've given my time and given my everything to my clients and I've sacrificed a lot. And, and the element of, of the next phase now is about bringing guys into the team, such as Perrin, such as Dara, um, who are going to help me impact and um, positively change other people's lives whilst being able to also focus my ambitions on my personal bodybuilding development because you've only got the same 24 hours, right? Excuse the pun about Molly May, you know, we've all got the same 24 hours, guys. It's like, get yeah, fucked, man. <laughs> but but in, 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 in some aspect, it is true. We all have the same 24 hours. So we need to use that 24 hours in, in the best and most efficient way possible. And if I'm going to become a pro, which is the goal, I'm going to have to delegate, you know, and it's all about delegation now for me. And that's the next step in the, in the, in the business and in the, in the process of what we're building. But right now, obviously we've built something pretty special, uh, pretty unique that I'm, I'm incredibly, incredibly proud of, you know, just a, a normal guy who was born in Germany has, um, has allowed himself to, to be in a position where he's employing people to to have opportunities underneath and to be able to positively impact other people's lives you know it's, it's not a case of it's not about me anymore you know it's about me and other people and I'm, I'm more than ready and more than happy to take on the responsibility of all of that and it brings me immense immense joy and immense motivation to be able to be in that position because i know it's not an everyday situation to be honest with you um so we're, we're on that we're on that path to building 
something what I feel is incredibly, incredibly special. So yeah, obviously that is the story, the backstory. Hopefully I've covered pretty much everything that I need to. Um, I feel like these podcasts are going to be good for me just as much as they are for my listeners, because it's going to be an opportunity for me to give you um, information that I haven't really touched upon, but information that is well and truly there. And I know this one was a bit of a deep one and I appreciate that we've gone into uh, a lot of sidetracks and a lot of details about things that a lot of people probably don't know. So if you do want to understand a bit more and, and question things, please just DM me on Instagram or um, if you're a client and you're listening and you want to understand more, just pop me a WhatsApp message. <laughs> as simple as that. But uh, with that being said, um, I feel like this one's been a, a therapeutic one, really. It's been it's been nice to, uh, to touch upon a few things and touch upon why I do what I do and, and why I ultimately love being the person to give people the information and the understanding and the opportunity that I never had as a kid growing up, you know? My parents don't understand bodybuilding, really. Um, and I haven't really had that figure in my life where I could consistently bounce off. So I want to be that guy, simple as that. Um, so yeah, thank you very much, guys, for listening to the first Stephen Physique podcast, episode one. I'm going to call this the story because I've just... Uh, I've spent 29 and a half minutes telling you guys a fucking story. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, moving forward, we're going to keep things a little bit more jovial. Um, and there'll be a, there'll be information on on the, the, the direction of the podcast moving forward. But again, it's, I'm just here to have fun with it. So if you guys have any questions or anything like that, please do not be afraid to, to give me a shout on Instagram. And uh, thank you very much for listening.